0: thank you so much for checking out our podcast if you want to know more about us or connect with us as a church then please go to our church website and we'd love to get to know you some more but here's today's message we hope it blesses you encourages you and inspires you well today we're starting a new series as I've uh, as I've already mentioned and I wonder this morning what are your hopes For 2021 2020 was a year like no other but as we move beyond 2020 and into 2021 not only is it a new year but is there a new hope for you last year was the year the virus all started Um, Whereas this year is going to be the year of the vaccine. It's all gone a little bit wrong that we're in lockdown 3.0 in January, but this is the year of hope where we might emerge from this pandemic. Last year was the year of distancing, whereas 2021 will hopefully be a year where we're able to come back together again. Last year was the year of disruption and chaos. Whereas 2021 will be the year of rebuilding, hopefully, to some kind of normality again. And this is going to be the theme that we're going to be thinking about over the next few weeks. Throughout Scripture, we see God's faithfulness. Even when his people face tough and difficult times, he then gives them hope. And he helps them and enables them to rebuild and to restore and revive them as his people once again. 2020 was a tough year. A year that will go down in history. It wasn't all doom and gloom though, no matter how difficult it might have been. God was still moving. God was still working, God was still faithfully being with us, his people, even in the midst of the pandemic. But as we enter into a new year, it certainly feels like there is a rebuilding project ahead of us. How do we gather together as God's people again? How do we emerge from all that we have been through over the last year? So over the next few weeks we're going to be working our way through the book of Nehemiah looking at how we can see how God has raised and can raise us up as his people again out of the rubble of 2020 and restore and revive us as he does so. As we look at this book together, let me just start by briefly explaining some of the context in which uh, Nehemiah is set. God's people have been in exile. They're in exile because they'd rebelled against God and they'd lost their focus on him. And so God enabled his people to be defeated and they they were taken into exile, into a foreign land, away from the holy city of Jerusalem. However, as we get to Nehemiah, some of the Jews had started to return back to the major city of Jerusalem and Jerusalem was in tatters. Their temple, the meeting place where they went to meet and worship God, had been totally destroyed. And there was a huge rebuilding project ahead of God's people, a project that looked impossible for them to be able to really achieve. And this is where we pick up the story. Nehemiah is still out in exile, some people have come back from Jerusalem to where Nehemiah is, and Nehemiah asks them how things are going. Today I want to share a toolkit, a toolkit with four Ps that we need to pursue as God's people. If we're going to be able to emerge from the rubble, to be uh, rebuilt and restored and revived as his people again. And the first of these P's is passion. If we are to emerge from the rubble, if we're to be lifted out uh, uh, out of this season, we need to reconnect our passion. Passion gives us purpose passion is what drives our lives if i watch someone's life or day as a fly on the wall i would be able to tell you at the end of that day what they're passionate about because how they have lived their day would be would demonstrates how what they're passionate about if someone was to come home from work and switch everything off and have a conversation so that they can have a conversation and spend time with their family then i could tell you that that individual was passionate about spending quality time with their family. If, they turn, if, if someone turned off Netflix and instead spent the evening phoning around their friends and having a catch up with them. I'd be able to tell you that that person's not just passionate about watching, binge watching series on Netflix. But they're passionate about connecting with their friends and, and, and caring for them and demonstrating their love for them. If if someone were to take their Saturday morning off to go and sit in a wooden box in the freezing cold in the middle of the countryside surrounded by trees bird watching, I would be able to tell you that that individual would be passionate about bird watching. Passion drives our life. If we are to emerge from the rubble and rebuild in 2021, we can learn from Nehemiah. That we need to connect with our passion. If we are to be rebuilt, restored and revived, we need to get back to what we're passionate about. As Nehemiah visits his visitors from Jeru- uh, 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 chats to the visitors from Jerusalem, you can tell what he is passionate about. You can tell that he's passionate about God's people because he takes an interest in them. As as these visitors walked through the door, Nehemiah wanted to know how they were getting on and what it was like for God's people to be back in the holy city of Jerusalem once again. But not only did Nehemiah take an interest, but he also connected his passion to his heart. As he heard that his people were in great trouble, he wept and he mourned and was dismayed that this was the experience of God's people in that moment. Nehemiah was passionate about the future of God's people. He actively took an interest and his heart was invested in their best interests. As we move into a new year, as we look ahead to 2021, what is it that you're passionate about this year? As we move out of the rubble of 2020, what is it that you are interested in? What is your heart invested in? What passions are going to drive your life? This year, we will all have different passions for a range of different things, but this year, let's keep our passion for God, His people, and for His kingdom at the forefront of our minds. May we be a church that is committed once again to taking an interest in what is going on, in what God is doing around us. But may we go beyond simply having an interest. But may we also invest our hearts in the future of God's people and his kingdom being built right around us. Where there are challenges... And we're already seeing there are going to be challenges this year. May these challenges break our hearts as we see how they hamper and hold God's people back from being the people that we have been called to be. Equally, where there are successes and there are plenty of ways that we can still be God's people, even in this moment, may we not just take these moments for granted, but may we celebrate them with all our hearts as we move into and experience the blessings that God has revealed amongst us. Passion drives our lives. This year, may we connect our passion. Let's be a church that gets passionate about God, passionate about people, passionate about the church family that we belong to and look with eager expectation as to what God will do amongst us this year. So the first P in our rebuilding toolkit is passion. And the second P is prayer. When we get passionate, the first thing to do is to pray. When our hearts are invested, when we're desperate to see God's restoration in our lives, the only way that we will be able to see this is by turning to him in prayer notice how most of this passage that we've read today is nehemiah's prayer it's nehemiah sharing his heart with god first of all he gets passionate about god and his people passionate about god's purpose and then he turns to god in prayer the reports coming out of jerusalem were not encouraging jerusalem was in ruins They were surrounded by enemies. The people of God were not only in great trouble, but they were surrounded in disgrace. This was a huge issue. And no one individual was going to be able to solve this problem on their own. No matter how passionate Nehemiah might have been, he was just one guy. How could he rebuild a city on his own? Maybe some of us are feeling like that today. I'm just one person. What could I possibly do? But this is the key. Nehemiah wasn't alone, because not only was Nehemiah's heart filled with passion, but he shared the passion of his heart with God. This morning, please, can I encourage you to know that God cares about the passions of your heart. If you are passionate about confronting oppression and injustice, please share your heart with God because he cares and he shares that passion that is on your heart. If you are passionate about people who don't yet know Jesus and are passionate for them to come to know the fullness of life that there is to be found in Jesus, please share your heart with God. If you're passionate about world peace and equality truly breaking through in the midst of the inequality around us, please let's share our hearts with God. No matter how big the issue, no matter how crazy it might seem, as the passions of our hearts align with the hearts of God's kingdom, amazing breakthroughs can and will take place. But it all starts with prayer. It all starts with being willing to turn to God and share the passions of our hearts with him this year may we commit ourselves again to prayer this is god's church it is his kingdom it is his plan it is his legacy and his glory that we are seeking so let's draw alongside him let's share our passions with him and see where he will lead us as he rebuilds restores and revives us nehemiah was passionate he prayed and he had a plan our third p of the toolkit is have a plan because prayer moves us into action by the time nehemiah got to the end of his prayer in verse 11 We don't quite know how it happened, but clearly Nehemiah had a plan as he prayed, Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant. Give your servant success today by granting him favour in the presence of this man. We'll talk more about Nehemiah's plan next week as we look at the audacious ask that Nehemiah presented to the king that he served. Nehemiah didn't just have a passion, but he, 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 and he didn't just pray, pray about it, but he took responsibility for his passion and the plan that he had prayed to God about this year, may we be a church who not only claim to have a passion and who pray together, but may that passion and may those prayers fuel us into action. The city of Jerusalem was not going to be rebuilt on passion and prayer alone. Passion and prayer needed to make a tangible difference on the ground. And the only way that, they, that any plans were going to be executed was by God's people stepping up, responding to the passion within them and being willing to partner with God and implement and fulfil the plans that he had laid on their hearts. This year as a church, may we not only be a passionate posse but may we also be a collaborative congregation. May we get involved in God's plans. May we step out and form and implement all the things that God has laid on our hearts. May we collaborate with him this year. If we are to emerge out of the rubble of 2020, it will not be through the efforts of a few individuals. It won't be because the leaders do a great job. Rather, it will be because as a congregation, we have all got passionate in prayer and we have become a collaborative congregation, collaborating together, yes, but more importantly, collaborating together with the will and purpose and plans of our God. Nehemiah was passionate He was prayerful, he had a plan, and just like you and me, he had a position. The fourth P of our toolkit is position, use your position. Nehemiah's plan started with him taking an extraordinary step of faith, just where he was. God used Nehemiah where he had placed him and he does exactly the same with all of us today. We all have a position. We might not necessarily have a title, we might not get paid, but we all have a position. We're all a friend to someone, we're all a neighbour to someone, we're all residents of North Cambridge here, Uh, around in the community, around our church, or wherever you're watching this from. God has called us and placed us where we are in this moment for a reason. He can use you just where you are today. We may not be cupbearers to the king, but we can still connect our passion to our position and be willing to be used by God where he has placed us as we step out in faith with him today so this morning as we step out into a new year may we not only connect to our passion but may we connect our passion to our position the things that are on our hearts The things that we would long to see God do in our lives, in our community, in our church. May we connect connect all of these to our position. May we see the part that we can play in making these passions and dreams and plans become a reality in in our lives today may we step out and see the difference that we can make just where God has placed us. And as we step out and connect our passion to our position, may we know that as we do so, we follow in the example of Jesus. God is passionate about you and every person who walks this earth. He is so passionate about you that he sent his son, Jesus, to come into this world to save us, to give us a hope, to give us a future, to lift us out of the rubble. Jesus connected his passion to his position. For ultimately, his passion led him to the cross. That God's plan for restoring and reviving us as his people might be implemented and fulfilled. Because Jesus connected his passion to his position, we can know with confidence today that we have a brighter future. We will be lifted out of the rubble. We have been lifted out of the rubble because of Jesus' sacrifice on that cross, we are all being built, rebuilt. We are all being restored and revived through the demonstration of his great love for each and every one of us. So as we step out into a new year, as we take with us Nehemiah's restoration toolkit, may we a church that connects our passion to our position and as we do so may we step out of the rubble and into the hope that we have with jesus as our saviour and as our lord let's pray together father god we thank you for jesus We thank you for the love that he has shown for us, that when we were broken, when we felt like we had nothing left to give, when we felt like all around us was uh, falling down, Jesus came to give us a hope, to give us a future, to restore us, to revive us, and to invite us to be your people again. And so, Lord God, this morning we again open our hearts to you, we open our minds to you. Lord, by the presence of your spirit moving amongst us, would you send your, your, the presence of who you are into our lives, filling us with passion, that we might have you as our desire, our, our first desire on our hearts. Lord, as we get passionate lord would we turn to you in prayer would we step out in action throughout this year but lord most important most of all may we take that passion that you've instilled in us and may we connect it to the places that you have placed us that as we faithfully follow you we might see you doing great and wonderful things through us your people Whatever may lay ahead of us this year, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.